Yeah, you know what that sound means. It is time for the Buy Back Black Business of the Week. Ooh, I killed that. Men, turn your ears off. Ladies, this one is for you. Okay, so, ladies, we all know that we have a not-so-friendly friend that comes visits us once a month. Um, And during that time, it's all about feeling clean, fresh, and um, just feeling good about yourself. And there are a lot of tam. Uh, there are a lot of let me use correct feminine products out there that are questionable. The materials, the chemicals they use, and what we're actually putting in our to our body. What if I told y'all there was a black-owned company that made fem- feminine care products, and they were plant-based? What? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's check this out. Check this out. A lot of people have told me about it. Well, a few people have told me about it, and I'm interested enough to check it out my next cycle. But it's called the Honey Pot Company, okay? Um, there's no chemicals, toxins, artificial fragrance, or anything synthetic. It's all made from ingredients 100% natural from the earth. Uh, they say you can feel refreshed and clean and healing, protecting yourself from infection. It's biodegradable, cruelty-free. It's backed by science and is made by women. Made by women for women, black women. Uh, they have a whole lot of products um, from from feeling um, for from cleansing to menstrual to mom for mommies to be for travel to feel fresh and rejuvenated to soothe. Um, there's plenty, plenty, plenty here for everybody. Let's ditch those other brands and get on the money train here to help build our community. Uh, and these, these, these wonderful black women are doing something, um, phenomenal. I must say, I'm looking, there's washes, there's, there's panty liners, there's wipes, etc., etc. Um, I know in store so far, I have seen them in target, but they do have a website. It is thehoneypot.co. Um, from what I'm understanding, guys, let's support. Let's go out there. And where's my music so we can start this show? <laughs> Mind your business. Mind your business. Beautiful people, it's your girl, the Damo, coming to you on this wonderful Friday morn <laughs> uh, with the Mind Your Business podcast because your mind should always be your business. <laughs> How y'all doing? Happy, happy Friday to you guys. Woo! We have made it another week not only that we have made it to another month it is now september which is crazy because i felt like in a blink of an eye it went from january to september um we are approaching the last month of the year and it's crazy i always say during this time um of any year um the last couple of months it just it, it it's like a you just you just have to be brace yourself and be prepared because anything can happen and and that's not to say like and 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 honestly it is to say that like anything can happen 
there's endless opportunities. There's, oh my gosh, there's so much you can do. There's so much that can still be done. You know, you don't have to be like, oh, well, I just got to wait till 2021. No, 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 no. You still have time to walk out on something to not to walk out, to walk into something that you want to do. You still have time to, to reach these goals. You know, everybody gets so fixated on the new start of a year, but it's like, take hold of the time you have now. Correct. So you guys can see I started on my soapbox early. But yeah, like this is a great time of year. This is honestly one of my favorite times of years. It's all the holidays one. <laughs> and I love them. Um, but two, it's just really a time to really just like grind harder and and, and to make your your and, and to reach some of the goals that um you have left on your list. And, and, and to continue to add meaning to your, your year. Because let me tell y'all, 2020 has been rough, okay? 2020 has had its moments that it has felt. And not, I didn't say it was, but it felt amazing. Or, you know, opportunities opened up or, or, or you know, things occurred that, you know, blew my mind. But 2020 still has been a year that has been so heavy and anything that could happen has we're looking at our country now and i know i repeat it all the time but we are facing two pandemics one dealing with health and one dealing with i can still say health because racism deals with everything but yeah one pandemic dealing with you know global you know health and the other one dealing with a long old friend of our country um racism and on top of that, we have black icons, black uh, heroes and staples in the black community passing away. Um, there's so much turmoil going on in the White House and, and, and with policies and, and, and tax cuts and paybacks and all these things that are going on behind the scenes that a lot of us as regular citizens don't even pay attention to you know what i'm saying there's so much going on um so this year has been heavy it's it i, I saw somebody tweet something about black people have been mourning all year long and you know what yes yes um, it just seems like sad news after sad news after sad news. You know, there's another black man who 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 is shot. Uh, well, who 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 dies in the hands of police, and then there resurfaces. Uh, then there surfaces three more current shootings. Like it's just repetitive. Um, um, it's it's repetitive, and it's and it's so heavy, and it's all over social media, and it's just ooh, so much going on. Jeez, and then you know it's like. Okay, well, I have to vote because if I don't vote, then that's a vote for Trump. And it's it's so many things going on besides the fact that a lot of people are at home. A lot of people have lost their job. Um, A lot of people are at home having to homeschool their kids and work from home. A lot of teachers are having to do that and struggling with that. Their uh, their kids, the kids are struggling because they can't socialize like they really want to. And they're not being able to get the attention that they probably really need from the teacher one-on-one because it's virtual. Um, And the teacher's trying to tend to so many kids at so many times. Um, You know, and and then, you know, then you got the the trying to go places and stuff running out and, and, you know, wanting to see family members, but you can't. Babies are being born. You can't go see them and, and 
share the love with their parents and gifts and shower them. Weddings are being canceled. Um, just so many things are going on. Yeah, it's a heavy year. It's a heavy year. But, and I say but strongly because I believe that when you put a but in a sentence, everything that was said before that is negated by what is said after. So, with all that's going on, the craziness and all that, but I still believe this year can have value to your life. As heavy as it is, I still think this year can add value to your life. And I'm saying that to you as I'm saying it to myself. Um, Because even with all the mourning going on, all the heaviness going on, we're still alive. And that is a very, very, very prominent um, thing to say. You're still alive. You still have the ability to wake up. You still have the ability to 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 push through another day. You still have the ability to 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 see the sun. You still have the ability to take a breath. To you have the activities of your limbs, you know, to be in your right mind. Um these are things these little things that we take for granted, not realizing how large they are on a, on a grand scheme of things. So, I say all that to say This year still has the ability in your personal life to be great and to be valuable and to be um, a lesson learned. You just have to still apply that and keep pushing um, for your own personal benefit, despite everything else that's going on for your own personal benefit. So (laughs) that's not what I wanted to talk about for today's episode. But, you know, tangent happened and and I'm glad because I hope that really reached somebody and I know somebody needs to hear that because I know I did. So as I was talking to myself, as talking to y'all, I was also preaching to myself Um, and 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 I'm okay with that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But. This week's episode, I wanted to take something um, and kind of like, you know, really touch on some things that are still occurring for a lot of people. And and that's a difficult thing to deal with. um, And that's loneliness. And um, especially, especially during these times of COVID, especially during these times of pandemic, when there's lockdowns and there's isolation and there's quarantine, there is so many people who are by themselves. Me included. I live by myself. And um, people um, kind of like try to glaze over that and try to act like it's not a serious thing. But loneliness can really play into your mental, like seriously. Um, So that's kind of the direction I want to go in today's episode. I want to talk to y'all about. I hope you don't mind. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, man. I just hope you guys are having a how y'all I ask how y'all doing? How y'all doing? I hope you're doing fine. I hope you're blessed. I hope you're feeling um stupendous on this Friday. I hope that you are walking with your head held high and that you're looking um for for greater to come in your day. Like I hope that you're really starting off this day with um just just a smile. And even if you're not listening to this podcast on Friday, whatever day it is, whatever time of day it is, I hope you are able to retreat inside yourself and find some sort of joy that can help you to maneuver through the day. You know what I'm saying? Or maneuver through your night. 
whatever, wherever you are at, whatever you're doing at whatever time. I hope that you're able to turn inward and find that joy. So, y'all ready to get into this topic, though? Okay, okay. Here we go. (laughs) All right. Now, we're back to talk about today's topic. Um, Now, this one kind of resonates a lot more with me because I am a female who lives by herself. And um, I've told you guys um, throughout the quarantine, I have really been reevaluating relationships that I'm connected to and really trying to understand the authenticity of those relationships and if they are beneficial to my life, if they're um, toxic, if I need to, you know, get rid of them, just things like that. So this topic kind of like resonates a little bit more with me because um, I can say that um, I've felt this before and it probably has triggered an episode for me or depression for me. So yeah, so today we're talking about loneliness. I've already said it. and I just want to clearly um, identify, you, and you guys know I love a good definition. Um, I just want to identify the actual definition or a couple of um, definitions of what loneliness is. Um, loneliness is considered the state of distress or discomfort that results when one perceives a gap between one's desires for social interaction, I mean, sorry, social connection and actual experiences of it. Um, Even some people who are surrounded by others throughout the day or are in a long-lasting marriage still experience a deep and persuasive um, loneliness. I don't think persuasive is the right word. Okay, that's fine. But they can still feel deep loneliness. And that was from Psychology Today. Y'all know I love me some Psychology Today. Um, When I was looking up what loneliness was on on the internet, I came across uchicagomedicine.org. And they gave a definition as well. Um, Loneliness is a state of mind categorized by a dissociation between what an individual wants or expects from a relationship and what the individual experiences in that relationship. Okay, so um, basically loneliness is a state of mind. That's why we're talking about it. That's why it's a mental thing. Um, It's basically you feeling like, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) it's basically you feeling as if that no one around you is... um, the connections that you made around you are not completely what they say they are. Um, and that just means that, like I mentioned before, um, it's a lack of authenticity. Like most people, and I, I admit, I thought this too. Loneliness is just, I live by myself. I'm by myself. I spend most of the time not talking. It's just me. I don't really interact with people. And that is not actually loneliness. That, my friend, is called solitude, which is a major difference. Solitude is time spent alone. That is um, not negative, and it can be restorative and adventurous. And sometimes, you know, um, solitude 
can be a person just wanting to have time to relax, create, reflect, um, and, and not really have the outside noise or the distraction of other people. That's solitude. Loneliness, however, um, can, 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 uh, basically builds up inside of you and you question your connection with another individual. And when I saw that, it said that um, people can be married and still feel a sense of loneliness. It's amazing because it's just like, wow, you think this person took an oath, this person connected with somebody for the rest of their lives. Um, they're partners, it's a partnership. And yet a person can still feel as if there is nothing between them. And uh, that's scary. That's scary because in a relationship, you have to feel secure in any relationship, whether it's platonic, it's romantic, it's a marriage, it's with, with anybody. You know, the one of the um, one of the needs, one of our basic human needs is to fe- feel security, um, to feel as if um, there is. There's a connection, you know, because honestly, that's one of our just natural basic needs. The need to connect socially, the need to um, feel. And that's what it is. The need to feel. I can feel lonely if I'm in a relationship with somebody and I, I have. If I'm in a relationship with somebody and they pay me no type of time and no type of energy. And, and it makes me feel as if I'm a bother to them if I try to engage or um, we just do not speak and we're in the same house. Like that can cause me to feel lonely. And like I said, I've been there before and it's just like, it starts making you question that person and like, well, what did I do? Or is this genuine? Or why is it that they don't want to be around me or this, that, and a third. And it's crazy because you start having all these thoughts and they start accumulating in your brain and they just pile up, pile up until they just like, they like snowball into this big pile of, uh, of doubt and negativity and pain. And that transfers over to the physical because yes, loneliness is a state of mind and it, and it deals with the mental, but it can have serious and, and deadly, um, effects on on the human being you know on on physically like physically have effects on a person let me give y'all some stats y'all know i love me some stats um one in three people in america are affected by loneliness one in 12 are affected severely you know um the like i said the effects of loneliness is not just uh mental it's physical um it's not per se loneliness can kill you, but it can lead to physical ailments that um, will um, affect your body um, and, and, and affect your um, livelihood. Here's the thing. Loneliness is, is a condition that can make a person irritable, self-centered, depressed, and, um, you know, it is, it is associated with 26% increase in the odds of premature uh, mortality that means it can lead you to an early grave like 
That is not okay. Loneliness is not just mental health or or behavior dysfunction. You know what I'm saying? It it can play on health issues like cardiovascular disease, um, diminishing your quality of sleep, increased inflammation, decreased um, vi- um, decreased viral immunity, um, and, and 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 can start to just really eat away at your body. And 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 that's where you kind of get to, and it's like, oh snap! Like by the time it gets there, it's too late. Yes, you can die of loneliness. It's not just a heartache or breakup. It, it's really like just feeling like nobody is there. Let me say it like this: Have you ever had a relationship, any type of relationship with somebody, and it just felt like it wasn't it? It just felt like. There was this huge disconnect and you felt like you were doing everything you can, everything you possibly can, and nothing seemed to align. It just seemed like, um, you know, there was no mending anything or there was no like hope or anything like that. That thought right there takes you into depression. Um... Just feeling like nobody understands, nobody sees you, you're you nobody hears you. Ah, nobody hears you or sees you. Um, and that right there generates loneliness right there. That right there. So I can only imagine right now, or or when quarantine first started, think about it like this. Think about all the people that you had close connections with, you were cool with, um, bonded with. Everything was cool. When quarantine seemed to happen, you started to see the shift in individuals. Yes, everybody was dealing with their own thing. Everybody was scared of the pandemic. Um, So much was going on. But you started seeing, and I don't know about you guys, but I know about me, so I'll speak on me. I started seeing certain people in my life shift. Um, And I started questioning the... um, the genuine nature of our relationship. And the crazy part about the quarantine, I say that it bought out who people really were. I got to see that I wasn't just, you know, formulating these thoughts in my head, that there really was a disconnect in certain relationships with certain people. And with that, um, it was crazy to me because it was just like, wow, um, you can know somebody for so long. You can be in a relationship with somebody for years. You can have a, a connection with somebody for years. And yet, yet you can feel so lonely within it and feel as if there's no hope. You can feel as if you're dragging the whole thing. You can feel as if um, there is no, um, this, this is just nothing, you know? The worst feeling is feeling like you are by yourself. Let me tell y'all, and I'll I'll get personal because y'all know I don't mind. When I was growing up as a kid, um, I I do have brothers. And I've I've told you guys I've had brothers and stuff like that. But when I grew up in the household, I grew up by myself. Um, I didn't have any other siblings in the house at the time um, throughout my childhood. Um, And... I always felt as if I was by myself um, because my parents had got divorced 
and my mom was 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 taking hard it was it was hitting her hard my dad just did not come around anymore and i just had me you know um i had became a i, bec- I became a supportive um shoulder to lean on for my mom but i was young i'm mean, talking about my parents divorced at 4 you know so i'm becoming a support system for my mom my dad's gone i have no siblings in the house um and for some time i really didn't interact with anybody else um and and the the relationships i had with other people outside of my household were very 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 surface because i didn't want anybody to really know what i was feeling inside um the guilt i was feeling um i felt like my parents got divorced because of me um my brother had passed away and passed away in my arms. He was six months. I was three years old. Um, we had the same um, cardiovascular uh, disease and issue. And I lived and he passed. I mean, yeah, he passed away and I lived. And my brother was the baby that was thought of. He was the one that was planned for. Um, my parents were married when they had me, but I was unexpected. You know, I wasn't, my parents weren't looking to have a kid when they had me. It was a by chance situation. So I felt so much guilt and felt so much pressure because one, he died. Um, He's the one that was wanted. So he died. Um, He died in my presence. Um, and soon after my parents got divorced, um, and, and, and that's not why they got divorced. Um, it was just the icing on the cake, but like for a four year old, um, to feel all these things and all these emotions and to be aware enough to, to process all that, I carried that around for a long time and I didn't want to express to anyone I don't want to say I didn't want to. I felt as if I could not because everything was caused by me. And I know it's like, how could you at four years old think that you caused so much turmoil in your family? And it's, you know, when actually when it comes to divorce, it's more of like the parents. And I don't know. It it was it was. It was just, I don't know what it was. I just felt as if all that happened somehow came from the source of me being alive, me being the one that survived, just me. So I said that to say like all relationships I had were very surface. Um, So growing up, I was very, very lonely, very, very lonely. Um, I resorted into really just confining in myself, um, taking care, like really like I, I had all the imaginary friends and not to say like I was crazy or something, but I had all the imaginary friends. I really, um, had a hard time really opening up to people and and socializing because at the same time, you got to think I was molested at six. Um, so it was just like, Every time I would probably feel a little bit comfortable and kind of like um, open up to people or start to like want to connect with people, somebody would take 
something from me. And, and, and I guess I that's what it was. So my, people were taking things from me. Um, I felt as if people were, took my brother. Somebody took my brother. Um, somebody took my parents apart. Somebody took my innocence. And with that, I just started to become more about me and hide everything and push everything down. And the loneliness grew. And one thing about loneliness you have to understand is that it, it, it's kind of hard to seek companionship when you feel lonely. And that's because as a lonely individual, you already have a negative bias um, about social interactions. You already have this preconceived notion of something bad is going to happen. I'm not going to connect with this person. This person is going to do harm towards me. What am I going to do? Protect me. And and I'm not going to allow myself to feel any more hurt. When actuality, when you're doing that, you think you're protecting yourself, but what you're really doing is worsening your condition. Um, because a lot of times, I mean, like lonely people will pick up on signs of potential rejection. And let me tell you, rejection, oh my gosh. One of the worst feelings ever. And that's a whole nother thing right there. Um, but um, it's a sign of, oh, I might be rejected or this might be a situation where I'm rejected. So let me protect myself and keep myself in my own little bubble away from everybody else. Once again, it's not solitude. It's loneliness. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like back to like growing up. Yeah, I I I I felt lonely for the longest. And because I was acting on like very surface um relationships, very surface um emotional attachment with people, whatever like that, I also engaged in some reckless behavior. And by that I meaning like I did not really I to me, it was all about protecting myself, also feeling something. Just wanted to feel something. To me, a connection was anything. Um, and I'll leave that right there. I, 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 I'm not, I'm, I'm working through it in therapy, so um, I'm not all the way ready to really talk about what all occurred or or the things the reckless behavior I did engage in or the things that I did um do but um yeah I I thought it was a sense of protecting myself and just wanting to feel anything and I would reject anyone before they would reject me um and I I kind of kept that tough chip on my shoulder um, and oh my gosh, it, it just led me down the wrong path. Um, <laughs> oh guys, I haven't cried on any of these episodes and I'm trying not to right now. Um, like when you're really, really, really lonely and you feel as no one, um, can see you you're not visible you know uh when you feel as if the world has literally turned its back on you and and you just uh you just feel as if like 
there's no one that can really um, break the wall down to really get to see who you are. It it's um it can be it can be a dark place. And it led to so many things like it led to so much self-harm, so many suicide attempts at like the age of five. I I did so much towards me and harmed me and you know was so depressed and everything um, because I felt as if I was in this world by myself. I had to be everything to everybody else. And I told you guys this before. I had to be everything to everybody else that I felt like nobody could be for me. And I felt like people kept trying to steal my joy. So I would just give it away before they could take it. Because at least I was in control. And that's a lot to process as a kid. And still the way I coped with it was burying it, burying it, burying it deep down in my chest. But as an adult, it's had so many effects on my life. Like I said, I'm in therapy now and I got a new therapist and I just talked to her uh, the other day and I reflect on, you know, the assignments that she's given me and I reflect on, as I was telling her, my background and it was just like, half of the things I did, half of the things I said, half of the things I engaged in, I just wanted somebody to notice I was alive, I was here. Um, And it seemed like nobody saw it. All they saw was like, you know, the little chick with the smile and stuff, but nobody ever really saw um, me and saw my pain. And that's a struggle because I've wanted to tell. I wanted to tell so much. Um. It's really hard to keep everything onto yourself. And it's really, really, really hard to, to like, trust and to, like, not believe that people are just out to get you and people are just here on this earth to hurt you. always wanted to tell someone that I was hurting and that I felt by myself I just my pride and the guilt and the shame would never let me and now I'm 28 years old and having to unpack so many things I could have avoided so many things just if I just like allowed myself to feel connect with people and and say hey this is how I feel 
it's a real difficult space when you feel as if you're the only person. It causes you to be paranoid, have great anxiety, um, trust issues. And I'm just speaking from personal experience. Like, it can really wear you down. Uh, it can increase uh, stress. <laughs> and let me tell y'all, my I I already am a, I already stress a lot. Um, I, I I stress greatly because of the bipolar disorder, but I'm pretty sure that my loneliness has played an effect into that, and I really feel like besides hereditary, um, my loneliness really um played into my my loneliness as a kid really played into my uh my my polar my bipolar disorder and just you know wanting to feel something and in turn not always coping the right way and the sicknesses that I've endured and and, and you know oh god it's hard to talk about because um, I am such an open book with people for the most part. I, If I meet you, I will tell you anything you need to know about me. And a lot of it is a defense mechanism. A lot of it is to protect me. A lot of it um, is to make sure that before somebody can reject me, I'm in control. So if I tell you about my life and what I've come from and what I've done, if you've rejected me or you say, I don't want to be around you because of this or I can't handle that, it's easier to consume. It's easier to digest because I'm in control. I told you that. I knew you wasn't going to stick around anyway. You know. I'm sorry, y'all. It's um, is that I had therapy, uh, this week, and um, she's got me doing these assignments that have really started to make me think and open up my uh, my perception of my life. And as I get older, you know, I I start to reflect more. Um. So it's 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 hitting me hard, but I I retreat myself into this place where I just want to be by myself, and it's not that I really want to be by myself, but it's it's to try to protect myself from somebody else hurting me. Cause I'm fragile, and I will say that I, I'm, I quote unquote tough. I have endured a lot, but here's what people say: when people say, "Dominique, I don't know how you endured so much." Let me tell you how I endured so much. I've done it unhealthy. I have buried it all. I have suppressed it to the point. Sometimes out of nowhere, I'm triggered and it erupts. That's how I'm so quote unquote strong. But really inside, I'm fragile. I'm still that four-year-old girl 
looking for the validation or looking for someone to see me and feel me and to give me reassurance. And that's the first time I've ever admitted that. <laughs> and it's not the blame of, you know, because I buried everything. It's the fact that it's just like, I don't even know. I took on such a big role at such a young age. And then it just seems like life has dealt me some crap cards. And I don't even know. <laughs> well, not going to harp on the heavy stuff. Because that's one thing I am learning is that I can reflect, but I don't have to be taken back to that place, you know. Um, so there has to be some type of coping mechanisms. There has to be some type of support or some way to reverse loneliness since it is a state of mind. Um, and I found some coping mechanisms on very well mind.com um and it's six ways to cope with loneliness and i will articulate to you um for those who are experiencing loneliness one of the suggestions is to join a class um i say not only join a class get a hobby in a group setting i know that's very difficult right now with covid going on um because gatherings have come down small but on facebook there are groups that you can join with people who have like interests like you. You know, engage there, interact there. Our podcast right here, this is a community. Um, commenting and writing in and stuff like that. Um, engaging on social media. That is, um, to me, um, not so per se taking a class, but belonging to something. That is immersing yourself um, to 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 forge connections with people. Um, and as I said, it's best to do with people who are like, like-minded. So if I join a group for black podcasters, that gives me some reassurance. That makes me feel okay. Because one, everybody's in their black. Everybody, there's a podcaster. So there's a greater chance of me connecting with an individual in there. Um, based off those two uh, pillars, you know what I'm saying? So join a class. Um, I would also say join a group, group activity. Um, and that can be an art class, an exercise class, a class at the local community college. Um, just so you're, you're at least sharing something with somebody that has a similar interest of you. Okay. Another, uh, way to, uh, cope with loneliness, which I feel like is great. Um, and I have done this. Um, is volunteering. Here's the thing. Volunteering, giving back. Uh, I don't know about y'all, but to me, it gives me a sense of like, a, a, euphor a, a euphoric feeling um, and as if I've done good in the world. It gives me an, a, a great happiness inside and satisfaction um, that I forget sometimes that um, I forget about being lonely and stuff like that, you know? Just being grateful for helping someone and, and seeing somebody else 
be blessed or, or excited about something I've done for them. Um, that really uh, warms my heart. And, and, and I completely agree. Being a volunteer for a cause um, can bring a new light into you. It can bring a new spark into you um, and uh, make you smile from the inside out. And that's what you want to do. Um, oh, I've already said the next one was to find, uh, online support. So I already said that finding people to connect to on the internet. Here's the thing about the internet now that I didn't really have when I was younger because, you know, I was born in 92, but you have the ability to join all these groups and to connect with thousands, millions, billions of people on the internet through social media platforms like I have a friend who me and her have only met in person one time, one time, but we met on Instagram, um, Twitter back in, uh, I want to say 2012, we met on Twitter and we are so tight. Like that's my homegirl. Like I can, we don't talk every day, but I can reach out to her. She can reach out to me and we'll just share things with each other. We've helped each other during some dark times in our lives and I'm so grateful for it, you know, and it's all because we had the connection of track and then it just went to flourished from there. So having online support, getting that online support, joining those Facebook groups or, or, or uh, those pages that, you know, says you have interest with this person, da, 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 do it. It is a way to fill a sense of community and it can make, you know, you feel Real support or connection. Um, another coping skill is to strengthen existing relationships. Okay. And this is what I did during the quarantine. I'm, I sought out my relationships that I already had and I evaluated them and um, figured out ways that I can improve um, and, and express that to the person or, or the person in the relationship with me. Like, Hey, um, I just want to know where I can do better. Like having that conversation, kind of deepening the connection that we have and, and, and setting more of a solid foundation that way, um, that way I don't feel so that way I can feel the genuine connection between us and it's not surface or I get reassurance. I say that a lot because I need reassurance. I, I've admitted that I'm a person who needs reassurance. I need to make sure, like, sometimes I'll be like, are you okay? Did I do something wrong? And it, and, and I know it can be annoying and it's so aggravating, but um, it can be annoying, aggravating to a person, but I need reassurance because I want to make sure that I am not overstepping. I want to make sure that, um, I'm not doing anything to make sure I feel uncomfortable. I want to make sure that I am being the best friend that I can be or the best daughter I can be or the best sister I can be, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So taking that time to call people more and, and ask more questions and really, really be there and be more present in relationships helps to set more of a stable foundation. So when depression does kick in or loneliness might trigger i can be like i have a support system i have genuine connections with people and it's not one-sided it's 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 a two-way street you know what i'm saying so so strengthening those existing relationships can be crucial to to you setting your foundation of of, of really just 
turning loneliness around because it can be reversed. It can be turned around. It, it just takes the effort and the work. Um, another option, which I love the best, um, is getting a pet. Rescuing a pet um, gives you companionship and it gives you a sense of completion because you're saving a life, you know. Um, anytime I try to be lonely, every time I try to get depressed and really um, dig down deep in myself and, and want to cry and all stuff like that, I look at Poncho. He comes around and irritates me <laughs> or comes around and loves on me. Um, and I instantly feel like I have someone, you know what I'm saying? I have someone with me. Uh, I kind of go overboard. He's like my little son. Um, and he's sitting next to me right now hearing me talk about him. And he's just like, girl, leave me alone. But see my big man, but having a pet around, having, um, something that, that, that heart, that has a heartbeat, something that, you know, can pick up on how you're feeling, not somebody, but having some, having someone around that can pick up on your moods and your, your, you know, your vibes and knows how to console because animals, they feel it. They know when something's wrong and they know how to console dogs and cats alike. Like I love it. Like, especially dogs and cats, they feel you. So they will gravitate to you. They will love on you. Even when you don't know that you need to be loved on. Um, also that it opens up the world of, uh, you know, having bonds with other people who have pets. Like, okay, well, not Poncho because he doesn't know how to socialize for real. But, you know, walking dogs, you might see other people who have walked dogs and it might strike a conversation. It's a community there, you know. So, you know, it, it, it helps. It, op- it can be something that helps you with those immediate um times where you feel lonely and it can also help with opening you up to meeting other people and making connections. Last but not least, uh, the suggested coping mechanism is to see a therapist. And you guys know me. I forever say therapy, 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 therapy. Like I mentioned, I'm seeing a new therapist now. I'm at a switch therapist and, um, it really allows you to work through some things and, I don't know about y'all, but every ther- type of therapy session I've been in um, just over the course of my life, the therapist rarely, really says anything. It's more of you really getting everything out, you talking, you working through things, and they kind of guide you and lead you uh, where the, the trauma might be or how to deal with the triggers or or why you feel that way. And um, I'm grateful for that because that's helpful. Um, it is it has saved me for sure. So I would say see a therapist as well. Um, I, I, like I said, my therapist has helped me channel some things this week. And oh, boy, as you guys can see, it's made me emotional. <laughs> so, you know, guys, like and, and, and I don't apologize for the emotion anymore, because um, when you feel you feel. When you're going through, you're going through. And I am always going to be transparent with you guys on my recovery and me discovering myself. I told you guys this whole year, um, these last two years has really been about self-discovery and discovering who Dom is. Um, and, and, and I'm enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying the journey. Um, but let me say this to those out there who feel as if they're by themselves and feel as if 
there's no one out there that sees you, hears you, knows you exist. I do. It's a false perception that you're feeling. You are loved. You are seen. You are valuable. You are priceless. There is no one else on this earth that compares to you. And if you were to leave, it would be detrimental to so many. So I pray that you find peace. Because I know peace is hard to find when you're feeling lonely. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. We'll be back. All right. You know what time it is. It's the self-care tip of the week. (laughs) Put a little stank on it. I did it. I really love doing it. Oh, guys. Okay, this self-care tip of this week. I'm going to keep it brief. But it's uh, so simple. You know, like Lauren Hill. It can all be so simple. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm in actually a, a, a jolly mood um, after releasing some things. And that's how you can feel if you take a self-care bath. And I did not set that up properly. But a self-care tip for this week is is, 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 is taking a bath, literally. Bathing, and, and, and it's not for so much as bathing for the clean, you know, the cleaning part. It's, it's really um, sitting back in the water, really unwinding, allowing the tension that's built up in your shoulders or in your back or, or in um, your lower lumbar, all that stuff like that, really start to loosen up. I'm telling y'all, I took a bath the other day. I felt amazing. Um, I, I'm the type of person, I put Epsom salt, not Epsom salt, but I put like bath salts in there. I have this one bath salt that is uh, calamine. Um, and it's literally the flour and salts in there, like pieces of the flour I put in there. I also add tea tree oil. Um, and I add lavender as well because lavender is usually used for relaxation. Um, and you know, tea tree oil is a moisturizer, (laughs) but it has just a, um, wonderful smell to it as well. So I, I do that. I set, I combine my aromatherapy with, um, with bathing. And sometimes I go into the bath and I put my record player on. I might take, you know, a glass of wine with me or depending on what time of the day, it could be in the morning I bathe. Uh, I'll take a cup of coffee with me and really sit there and just allow myself to um, to just have me time. Allow myself to, um, you know, just take a load off. I, I don't understand why we were younger. Uh, you remember when you were younger, you didn't really want to take a bath as a kid. You were just like, no, I don't want to take a bath. I don't want to get a bath. You know, now it's like as an adult, you gravitate to it. Um, it's relaxing. And and that's all it is, y'all. It's, that's all I'm saying. Is taking a bath can be a relaxing, um, a relaxing experience for you. 
I'm not telling you to sit in there for five hours and get all pruny, but I am saying like, take that time to allow your body to stretch out and, 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 and unwind. Like I said, salts, love to add those and love to add some aromatherapy, uh, oil, essential oils, just because, oh my goodness, I'm telling you, it's a game changer. Y'all need to try it. Y'all just need to go ahead and try it. Trust me. I got y'all. <laughs> That's your self-care tip of the week. All right, we've come to that time where our show begins to end. So sad. Wah, wah, wah. But doesn't mean that I don't want to hear from you. It doesn't mean that your opinion isn't important um, and uh, not grateful for you tuning in. So remind you, reminding you that you can always email in at mentalmindbiz at gmail.com once again that's mental mind biz b-i-z at gmail.com um would love to hear uh questions that you have opinions um topics you want to suggest uh black businesses that you want to help promote um brands that you want to promote black brands you want to promote um events um, for mental health awareness, anything like that. Greatly appreciate it. Send them in, send them in, flood the inbox. Would love to hear from you guys. Testimonials, whatever. Um, would just love to hear from you guys. Um, grateful for it. Um, also you can follow us on all social media platforms, uh, at underscore mind yo biz. Once again, that's underscore mind yo biz. And that's B-I-Z-Z. That's on Instagram. That's on Twitter. That is on Facebook. Um, We're on all those sites. Uh, Like the content. Follow the pages. Um, If you want, you can follow my personal page. (laughs) Um, Also, I'm forgetting something. And I don't know what it is. And I don't like that I'm forgetting. Oh, subscribe to the podcast. No matter what listening device you're on or a platform you're listening to this uh, podcast to, please subscribe and set the notifications on so you can know when we're coming up. Uh, We are approaching the end of season two. I'm so excited because that means going on a little break. And when we come back from that break, uh, we're doing a whole rebranding. and I think that is amazing. Um, it'll be better content, more content, um, more guests, uh, and some other things that I can't speak on yet because they're in the works, but I'm very, very super excited. I think our season ends around like October 2nd or something like that. So the first week of October. So we got a couple more episodes to bust out. Um, do not forget that this month is Suicide um, Awareness Month. Um, September is Suicide Awareness Month and October uh, mental is it is it mental health day? Yes, mental health day is in October and I can't think of the exact date right now. Uh, we probably won't be recording at that time, but still it's important to know. But this is Suicide um, um, Awareness Prevention Month. Please, please, please pay attention to the signs. Um, please, if you do not know um what to look for you can look on our page um there's plenty of information on that uh there are a there's tons of information on that suicide um is starting to become more of a um a, 
a known thing and the more we educate ourselves on it and the more we educate ourselves on what leads to and all things like that and the more we educate ourselves on mental health in general will help us to be a better community to embrace those who who feel like they no longer will be on this earth right so and and that's what it's about building the community um also oh this is really really exciting okay so sunday is september 6th and that is the official um anniversary for our podcast this podcast started last year september 6th um and it was a wonderful experience and i will never forget that because the episodes do not drop on Sundays, I have pushed our um, our anniversary episode to September 11th. Y'all, y'all not going to want to miss this. It's going to be grand. I'm super excited because I'm busting out the seams for the guests that I have and the show that's planned. And ah, so, so, so excited. Um, but I will let it linger for you guys uh, so you can you know tell a friend tune in listen friday morning it will be dropping guys this is going to be major so get ready for that um as always i'm in i'm internally externally grateful to everybody who is a subscriber everybody that listens um religiously everyone who writes in who who likes a post who shares um the podcast who has been on the podcast, everything like that. I am just so grateful um, that so many people have bought into a vision and see where we're going and have taken interest in mental health and and sharing their own personal stories. And I'm grateful for you guys trusting me um, to bring you great content and on content and not only that but to educate and and trusting me to guide you on this journey of understanding mental health in our community um so thank you guys so much i i'm trying not to get emotional i've been doing good so far on these last couple episodes i have not gotten emotional and i want to continue trying to do that but thank you guys so much for being um the strong family this community um uplifting community that we have created in a year's time i'm looking so much i'm looking so forward to what's ahead and i know you guys are going to flip when you find out all the things that are in place for the next year to come and for season three right Ah, so i did a lot of talking and i am finna cry i feel it so let me stop uh thank you guys so much love you be kind to yourself um can I just give a moment um, for Chaz McChat? Oh, Lord, I cannot speak. I, I'm, I'm tired, y'all. But can we give a moment for Chadwick Boseman? Um, amazing actor. Um, iconic roles. He played he played he played roles of 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 iconic figures, but um, has played the iconic role as being our first black superhero and man the impact that that has had on young and old um stupendous um he will always be remembered as a king on earth and for somebody to suffer um and push through their pain for four years are probably you know longer than that just pushing through all these pain all the movies that he's given us in the last couple of years you know he's pushing through having colon cancer and you know amazing amazing man he's black excellence excellence he is the definition 
textbook definition of somebody who is selfless and who gives all to their craft um, in order to leave a legacy. So, sir, you will be missed. King, you are forever in our hearts, you and your family. Um, thank you for bringing pa Black Panther um, and the representation to our community that we need so much. Because uh, we always see our people in compromising positions and compromising roles. But to see a black man be a superhero. And not only that, to be a king. To overcome adversary, adversity and still come out on top. Amazing, amazing things. He will never be forgotten. Um, so, I had to say that. I had to get that out. Um, other than that, guys, I am grateful. And looking forward to seeing you guys next week. All right, you guys be great. Love on, like I said, love yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Love on others. You never know what somebody's going through. Mm. We learned that lesson this week. <laughs> All right, y'all. Love y'all. Be safe out there. Corona's still real.